Hi everyone, welcome to a new, brand new episode of Slim Radio News. I'm here with Nora today. How are you doing? I'm very good. How are you? I'm good, thank you. It's the first time we're recording together, actually. Yeah, yeah, it feels so special. Yeah, and I mean, how long have you worked here? Like, uh, yeah, yeah, like since September. It's crazy. Yeah, it's like, crazy. It's just yeah. never. There's always like these set people that always like end up going together. Like none of it is planned. It's no, just no, always nothing coincidence. Is planned, yeah, it's yeah. nice. Yeah. 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 Okay, so we're mixing things up a bit. Exactly. Yeah. So today we're um, covering uh, a few different topics, actually. Um, one of it is the curfew that is about to happen. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm sure you've all heard about this curfew by now. Like, everyone's kind of talking about it. Exactly, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So the thing is, with the curfew, um, well, it was supposed to be 8.30 for a while, but they bumped it up to 9. 8.30 p.m., like, when you cannot go out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. And I don't know, like, the thing is, there are, the exceptions are... Like, it's a very long list of exceptions because I guess there are so many in mm -hmm. that sense. Like, I'm sure you've heard of them. So there's, like, a dog walking. Oh, I actually didn't know. Like, I don't... Yeah, yeah. if you have a dog that's mm -hmm. on a leash, they said you're allowed to walk it. I don't know about other animals because, like, some people, like, walk their cats. Yeah, true. What about <laughs> so the I don't know about, well? like, cat walkers <laughs> if they're going to be, like, protesting that. Yeah, so, you know, that might happen. Mm -hmm. um, and then there's also... I like um delivery services of things course, like yeah, that i guess yeah. like if you're working then you are allowed to do that mm -hmm. and then there are also some like more last minute things that i guess are more difficult to prove like if mm -hmm. you're um going to a funeral okay yeah. late at night i mean or i guess if you're coming back from a funeral late at night yeah and um, then you have to have some type of concrete proof okay yeah and then there's also one that's um If you are broadcasting <laughs> oh, okay. late at night, then you are also allowed to go out. But again, there's like, you need solid proof. So yeah, yeah. I don't know if we could be doing that. I mean, it would yeah. be interesting to maybe have like an episode where we go out and see yeah. who, who is out at night and oh, why are they out at night. Yeah, yeah. I think it has to be live though. What they said live broadcasting on the website. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so that could be interesting. Well, maybe, yeah. Nice. Yeah, and then there's also a fine for 95 euros. 95 euros? Yeah. Okay, yeah. Which is like, uh, yeah, like that is a lot. Yeah, I mean, um, I just talked to you about it. I think uh, like COVID really represents the society in a way as well and like, like different classes. Mm -hmm. Because, um, I mean, what if you live in a really small place, you don't have a balcony <sighs> and not really access to window i don't know you know like yeah it's also already so hard finding like a place in amsterdam and i feel like there are really a lot of really small apartments yeah where well. people are constantly cramped all throughout the day and especially exactly. if you're working from home all day long yeah then getting that like evening or nighttime walk is like it's so good like it's yeah. like that one little bit of freedom and especially say people that have kids you know yeah. like they might be inside all day long and a lot of them can only go out for a walk like after True, 9 yeah. p.m sometimes yeah like when like, the kids go to bed as well like maybe you yeah, yeah especially like if one parent is at home then the other one can pop out like i like going for walks at night like Same. after nine and i see like a lot of people are out just walking yeah 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 and also another thing that i thought about is like you know how you see like i guess th this is kind of targeted at i presume like young people mm -hmm. like teenagers and everything and even like say people our age but like a lot of the teenagers that you see like a lot of them they might not have good homes to go to like that's mm -hmm. why they're always like you see so many just like out on the street that's true yeah, so I it is like yeah. for people that are coming i mean this has always though been like the issue with that lockdowns is that people that are not coming from like good homes like mm -hmm. you know you're there if you're not coming from a safe environment and you're yeah. just being like forced to stay inside even longer like obviously it has such a negative effect on them yeah yeah so i don't know i'm not really sure where i stand 
yeah. with the curfew like I can of course understand the reasoning behind mm. it like if they think it will bring down the cases then you know it's good yeah but it is like I think it is a very daunting thing to think like someone is telling you that you can't go like outside at a certain yeah. time and like there's something almost like dystopian about it that's yeah. true and as yeah as we just said it's also problematic for um different groups mm-hmm. like I feel like for me it's fine I have a balcony where I can go out to but I For example, um, these children that come out of problematic homes uh, that have violence at home that just kind of need to go outside, you know, yeah, to escape yeah, of course. from it. Or people who, um, like families, um, yeah, so it affects people differently. Yeah, yeah, of course, but it's, I guess, that's such a hard thing to solve. True, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's like, it will be interesting, though, to see um, how much of a difference it actually makes yeah. in terms of cases, yeah. I, I, yeah. I was yeah. also thinking, I think... Um, I don't know, like, it's easy to kind of police people in Amsterdam. You know what I mean? Because, like, there's usually a lot of police just, like, walking around. But I think the smaller towns in the Netherlands, I don't know. Like, I don't know myself because, like, I've never lived in one. But I'd imagine mm. over there, like, you're not going to have the police on, like, every street. That, like, it would be yeah. easy to just continue going That's out. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, well, I mean, we'll see. When is it going to happen? On Saturday or? Um, yeah, Saturday, I believe it's okay. implemented. Yeah, because they've been debating about it for a while. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, we're gonna see um, how it's gonna go the next few weeks, I guess. So yeah, let's uh, okay. <laughs> let's see. Um, um, so yeah, moving on. There's, I mean, of course, everyone this week another big headline is Biden's mm. inauguration. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, Biden's inauguration, and he signed a lot of papers as well on his first day already. Yeah, it was impressive. I feel like everyone though has been waiting for that to happen. Exactly. Like everyone was just like waiting their breath. Yeah, like, waiting their breath, <laughs> holding their breath for this. I was yeah. really excited as well. Um, and I think he's also like one of the presidents who signed the most papers literally on his first day. That's it, wow. That's what I heard. Yeah. yeah, It's such a good symbol though, isn't it? Yeah, like he's yeah. just getting to work straight yeah, away. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, <laughs> I'm sure like and... everyone like, advised him to do that. Yeah. yeah. So which, do you know like which laws he al- has like already changed? Um, well, I know there was um, a permit for the uh, Keystone oil pipeline. It was between Canada and the States. Oh yeah, and yeah, and he denied that permit actually. Oh, and why was that? Um, well, basically for the causes of climate change. Yeah. So he's really big on, um, like his administration is really big on making a change towards climate change. Oh, um, that's good. Yeah, that's such a good thing to start yeah. off on. Also, I mean, it was a, a nine dollar billion project actually, and on the other hand. Of course, it would have been an opportunity to create uh, like thousands of well-paying jobs uh, on both sides. Actually, on the other hand, it w- it's a step I guess he had to take to yeah, for course. climate change. So yeah, I mean, Canada is a little mm-hmm. bit on like they were maybe not that happy about it, but they do understand it. And mm-hmm. also, yeah. if he didn't, he would have gotten like a lot of criticism already. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So I guess it, it's like displaying that he's going towards a step in the right direction. Yeah. 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 And um, there was also the Paris Agreement. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. He rejoined it, right? Yeah. 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 Which is um, yeah a step towards climate change uh, as well. Um, what is also really interesting, actually, or is that he changed um, the whole setup of his office. I don't know if you've yeah, about it. yeah, that's so interesting because I feel like <laughs> like everything has such like a huge meaning behind it. Yeah. So like everything was really thought out. Like I don't know if it was him himself who did it or if yeah. there was like someone else that he hired. Yeah, but like the Probably. fact that like they went in and took pictures of all of the changes, like they knew what they were doing. Yeah. Yeah. Is it normal that presidents do that, or do 
I'd say so. Because I guess like when you're moving in there, like Mm. it is like moving into a new house. Yeah. So I guess it is normal that you'd like put your own spin on it. But I guess the office though is different from like, you know, like a bedroom because Mm. it's like everything in it has like a very like iconic meaning. True. Yeah. Yeah. Like what were the, some of the changes that he did? Well, as you just said, like everything in there has a symbolically, yeah, Yeah. (laughs) meaning. Yeah. Everything is a symbol for anything. Um, So you have a lot of statues in there, um, portraits. And he actually uh, replaced one portrait with um, a Benjamin Franklin portrait. Um, uh, And nearby there's like a, a, a moon rock set. And I think this represents like apparently his interest in science. Oh, okay, interesting. Yeah, yeah. And, and didn't he um, get rid of one of Winston Churchill? Yeah, true. Actually, yeah, yeah. And he also there's one now. I don't know if he like specifically replaced um, this with Winston Churchill uh, with of um, Martin Luther King. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah, boast of him. And what was? Why did he get rid of Winston Churchill? Actually, Do um, I don't know. I mean, I'd say like Churchill has always been quite a controversial. Figure. Like, mm-hmm. I know, like, for British people, he's celebrated, but for a lot of people outside of Britain, he's viewed negatively. Yeah. Actually, um, Barack Obama, when he was in office there, like, when he moved in, there was, like, this, I, I presume the same bust of Churchill was in the office because, mm-hmm. like, I guess he would have been, like, an ally to the Americans and everything during yeah. the war. Yeah. So uh, I'm presuming that's why he was in there. But when Obama came in, he actually took the bust out. Mm-hmm. And the reasoning behind that was that... um. Someone in Obama's family was uh, incarcerated in a camp in Kenya that was created by Churchill. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. So, like, there's always been this kind of, like, symbolic reasoning behind, like, all of their (laughs) interior decorating. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Yeah. because I guess if you are in that position, then things like busts and portraits, like, they do do carry a lot of meaning, especially somewhere like the White House, because, like, it's almost like a museum. Yeah. With all the history behind, like, every little detail. That's right. I think yeah. it would be so interesting to walk through it and, like, get a tour, you know? What yeah. Do they do tours? I, I have no idea. Yeah. I, yeah. I feel like they do, but, like, they're probably, like, obviously you can't go into, like, their, the homely parts, yeah, you know? Right. <laughs> yeah. Hey, Joel. How's it going? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, another thing was um, a bronze figure of a, a Latino civil rights leader, uh, Cesar Chavez. Probably not re- pronouncing this right at <laughs> no, all. it's okay. Oh, yeah. And um, that was placed behind his desk. And the interesting thing is on the same day, um, Biden actually proposed an immigration law um, that would allow like undocumented farm workers um, applying for the green card. And that civil rights leader um, that is placed behind his desk was, uh, was someone who fought... Um, basically bring awareness to like all the harsh conditions farm room farm workers faced and oh, was a yeah. person who fought for better wages actually oh, okay so okay. it's really connected yeah yeah god they're like setting it up so much it's kind of crazy exactly yeah. yeah 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 and also it's interesting um i heard something about like the 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 first family is a very like different type of first family than we've seen before yeah in true. terms of it's like a blended family that's true, yeah. Yeah. I think it's nice that it um, represents a real family in a way, you know, like a, uh, like a, f- a family that how it, how it actually in reality can happen. I yeah, yeah, because like so many families are blended now. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And I mean, also like the family history is basically, uh, yeah, also, I mean, his, uh, his wife and daughter died in a car accident. Yes. Um, oh, it's so sad, isn't it? Yeah. His son died as well. Um, he married Jill Biden. They got a child together. 
um, and actually has uh, a one son out of um, his past wife marriage. Yeah. Uh, and he's a drug addict as well. Hunter, yeah. Exactly, Hunter, yeah. Which is, um, yeah, I, I often felt like um, in the inauguration, you always have the family and the first lady and everything looks so perfect. Yeah, of course, yeah. But just not really... Yeah, it's more of a reflection of like an average American family. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. And isn't it that um, both Jill and Camilla, they're both stepmothers? Yeah. Right? Yeah. 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 So that's good. I think that's like, it's like you said, like it's a realist, yeah, realistic portrayal. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Exactly. And Joe Biden was also the first lady, uh, um, the first first lady with a PhD doctor. Yeah. Yeah. So she's yeah. not just a first lady. She's like Dr. Biden. Yeah. 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 yeah that's not. Yeah. So. Moving on, we'll go on now to... Actually, just one... Oh, sorry, no, go ahead. <laughs> one last thing I want to mention, which I think is really important, is um, if you send a form to the government now, you can also choose your pronouns. So, <gasps> yeah. yeah oh. just, wait, so wait, in what like context um, would that be? I think it's like uh, on the on the website, basically, if you just send a form to the government... About like asking them... About anything. Like, okay, yeah. yeah. You can choose your pronouns. Uh, yeah. Okay. So, yeah. Okay. It's, uh a big step it's, yeah I feel yeah. like a lot of the things that he put in immediately they are quite I mean obviously like they're good things but I think a lot of them are kind of um like symbolic in the sense that like he's covering like uh trans rights covering mm. climate rights mm. you know so on so he's like saying okay look at all these things I am already doing on the first day yeah 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 so where was I oh yeah oh. so Israel so basically I'm not sure if you know this, <laughs> but um, Israel was one of the first countries to like properly roll out the COVID vaccine, like along with the UK, okay. to do it excessively. Yeah. And the reason why in the first place Israel was able to do this is because they made like this deal with Pfizer. So they bought the Pfizer vaccine where they said, because like obviously it was before the Pfizer vaccine was properly rolled out like um, in one country. Mm -hmm. So they said, okay, we will be like a global, uh, like we'll be like a pilot basically. Mm -hmm. And they bought you know tons of vaccines and in return they are selling Pfizer um information so they're selling them it's like they're not giving away personal identity it's just like basically like the results of the tests and everything okay and they well they said they're not giving away people's names yeah but what I are they, they will what are they giving in exchange and like um, um so it's basically Pfizer wants to know the effect that it will have on people okay, of course yeah. so they can like because they're, they're probably still going to be like updating the vaccine and everything like as they go as they get more information so it's basically like a study okay on yeah. everything so I'm presuming they're writing down like the effects of people after how many days and mm -hmm. so on and I mean of course like this I mean win for Israel I guess and yeah. win for Pfizer yeah. but the problem is now what um, is being discussed a lot in the news is that it's not as effective as people hoped okay. so after but this is only after one dose of Pfizer it's uh, proven to only be uh, 52% effective mm -hmm. which is a lot lower than Pfizer themselves thought mm -hmm. so people that have gotten the virus are still testing positive for coronavirus oh okay yeah Wait, so did I say people who have already gotten the vaccine are already testing positive. Yeah. Yeah, for <laughs> coronavirus, which is obviously very worrying. Mm. But at the same time, um, like, keep in mind, like, they always said that people would have to take two vaccines. Mm. Yeah. So I guess it's once you get the second one, you are supposed to, like, build up more antibodies than before. Yeah. And they're also saying now that it could be that after you get the first one, you still need time to isolate. Mm -hmm. So I don't know. It could have been that people were getting uh, the vaccine and then they're like, oh, yes, I'm fine. So then they weren't like socially distancing and everything. So yeah. they're probably exposing themselves yeah. more so to the virus. True. Yeah. yeah. So that isn't 
I mean, it's not the end of the world, really, mm. because like the only way that like the vaccines can improve is literally by people using them. Like you don't know until you try. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Yeah, but then Israel themselves, in terms of the vaccine, they they it is always been kind of making headlines because uh, when they first started rolling it out excessively, mm-hmm. they were giving it out to like tons of people. Like on some days it was 150,000 people vaccinated out mm-hmm. of like a population of 9 million, but they weren't giving it to the Palestinians okay. in Gaza and the West Bank, which is a huge issue because, you know, people, Palestinians have are crossing the those borders almost every day for work, especially yeah. a lot of people in construction. Yeah. Because like, you know, construction is obviously still going on you can't work from home with construction mm-hmm. and the thing is you know if you're not vaccinating all of that population then like what's the point in vaccinating everyone sense. else it's just still going to spread yeah do you know why they did that like, did well it basically they said the palestinians aren't our responsibility mm-hmm. because the palestinians have their own um there is like a, a a board of people that govern their health service okay but like obviously like i mean they don't like really the israelis aren't like giving them anything like they don't yeah. give them anything like they weren't giving them anything before this. So, of course, they're not giving them yeah. anything now. Yeah, yeah. But it's also not really smart because it's going to affect them anyway. <laughs> yeah, the thing is, like, it is almost like a political choice mm-hmm. what they're doing, but it isn't, like, the virus doesn't, like, care whether someone's, like, Israeli or Palestinian. So, yeah. it's, yeah, like, it, I don't know what they're going to do. Like, the Palestinians have ordered the Russian vaccine, mm-hmm. which is supposed to be almost like the a lot like more poorer countries are going for that vaccine Mm -hmm. which is less effective yeah and there's like less known about it so they've ordered that vaccine but it hasn't like properly came through yet okay yeah but um a lot of different organizations were like condemning israel for not sharing the vaccine basically with the palestinians yeah yeah especially um amnesty international wrote a big report about it yeah Yeah. but that is like a big issue in general is just like the inequality of the vaccines like Mm. Um, I was reading this article in The Guardian and they said only 25 COVID vaccine doses have been given out in like, well, they say poor countries. Mm-hmm. So Guinea, the country, mm-hmm. um, only 25 were given out there. Like that's 25, so not crazy. like 25,000, just, just so, literally 25. It's so unfair. Yeah, I know. Yeah. And see, there is this problem of wealthier countries like hoarding mm-hmm. the vaccine in a sense. And they want to have like vaccines, leftovers and everything. But the thing is, like, we're not like you can. You're never, never going to get rid of coronavirus if only like half the world has it, or less no, than half the world has it. Not at all. Yeah, and I think this represents again the inequality in the world. Actually, um, that you mm-hmm. have like the it's just another terrible thing that happened, but it repre- represents how the world was already before. You know, like we care only about ourselves mm-hmm. and um, the other countries who and don't really like care. Like the about us, the people around us. Yeah, yeah, just like our country and um, also what you just like said about Israel. Mm-hmm. It doesn't work anymore to think like that, to think to in think a selfish way. To think just politically, yeah, yeah, of course, yeah. Because we live in a, in a world where we exchange and we travel mm-hmm. um, and... Um, exchange our goods to other countries so how can you it doesn't make sense yeah it's like you're locking like say if like so far like so few um african countries have like have rolled out the vaccine or even bought the vaccine so say if you have like all of those countries that aren't vaccinated it's so cruel it's like locking them in time Mm. you know what i mean it's like where the rest of the world can continue on they're just like locked there but like it's it it, it's not sustainable though at all like people Mm. need to travel people need to trade yeah like 
like they have to sort it out. Like mm-hmm. the WHO have started this thing called COVAX, mm-hmm. which is basically like a, they call it a pillar, mm-hmm. <laughs> but it's basically like a declaration almost that they've made with um, other vaccination companies, basically saying like you have to follow these rules and it shouldn't turn into a competitive business yeah. between all these different vaccines. It should be a collective, um, yeah. a collective, like you make, you start making a vaccine you share your information with other people so they they can make the vaccine for this country yeah it shouldn't yeah. be a fight like or um um yeah like something competing against each other not at all yeah right? because that's what happened with aids really is that the yeah. richer countries were able to yeah get the cure faster whereas still today like up until recently a lot of um poor african countries they still like had the aids virus yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Oh God! Oh, sorry, it's already twenty minutes. True. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm gonna go fast. Um, yes, yes. Sorry, you also have a little bit. Exactly. Go ahead. With the next topic, do you know who Navalny is? I do. I know the name. It's one of those. <laughs> I think Russian names I keep on seeing like popping up in the news. Yeah. But please explain because I need to know more. Exactly. So Navalny is like one of Russia's most famous politicians. Um, actually, in the fight against uh, the Russian government, basically the against the systematic corruption that is happening. Um, and uh, yeah, what they do is they they um, well they basically have a lot of uh, supporters uh, that go out on the street and support support them. Yeah, um, but they were actually blocked um, from the media in the way that it was really hard for them to um, to have a medium to make aware of the corruption that is happening. Yeah, so they created a YouTube channel where they have. Oh. Um, like uh, really well-researched documentaries on... Oh, God. And like anyone can watch these videos. Yeah, yeah. Wow, okay. Um, I don't know if you still can, I hope. <laughs> yeah. But um, yeah, so that's that's what they did. Um, and well, the government basically denies the acknowledgement of the party itself. Okay. In 2018, actually, um, uh, they wanted to go for candidacy for presidency, but it was denied. Um, so yeah, consequently of that, like a lot of people demonstrated, um, on the streets, um, yeah, to, to get hurt actually. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And so where is he now exactly? So what has happened, um, in the meantime, in August, um, 2020, um, Navani was, uh, on an airplane and, uh, they had to make an emergency landing. Oh, yeah. Um, and he was uh, brought into hospital in Berlin because he was poisoned. Yes, yeah. He was poisoned by undercover Russian security agents. Okay. Probably. Um, but, uh, and As Nav- they do. Yeah. Navani, like, he wouldn't have been one of the first people um, that the Kreml or the Russian government killed or tried to kill in this mm-hmm. case. There were a lot of different political murders. Um, and one of them was actually um, to Paul Klebinikov. Uh, he was... Um, uh, the editor in chief of the Forbes magazine. Yeah, that is crazy. I've never heard of that before. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and uh, also Anna. And Fo- what was the reasoning behind the Forbes magazine? Do you know? I don't know exactly, but I know that he specialized on Russia, basically, oh. and he probably just said something that they just didn't want because the government is very corrupt in the way. Um, and well, what has happened? So basically, he was poisoned in August, mm-hmm. and now um, a few days ago, Navalny flew back from Berlin back to Russia. Uh, and he was arrested at the airport um, right away at the pass control. Yeah, without any... Okay, well, yeah, so that happened. And then, then there was where was he trialed? The, he was trialed in the police station without yes. his lawyers. So that's illegal. Of course, yeah. yeah. Exactly, yeah. 
Um, so basically, yeah, he's in um, in prison now. Um, he could be up to, well, they're threatening him that he could be up to three and a half years, oh. which is crazy. Yeah. And um, yeah, but it, it's not stopping like his supporters from continuing and fighting. Um, yeah, okay. To be heard and but the issue is like, will they get poisoned next? Then yeah, I mean, yeah, that's right. But um, I mean, less than uh, twenty four hours after he was actually sentenced to jail. Um, his supporters actually uh, published like a two-hour-long video of an investigation, um, apparently um, of like a big palace that um, Putin has um, on the Black Sea coast, with, which has like indoor ice hockey rings and theaters and casinos. What? And yeah, it's oh, the, okay. the name of the documentary is called A Palace for Putin, the story of the biggest bribe. Oh, but wait, how did they even get in there? Or like I have no idea outside of there because like the security must be insane. I still need to watch it. Um, yeah, yeah, oh, I'll definitely watch that. It's a, it's a short to watch, maybe. Wow. Um, okay. So yeah, that that's what happened, and um, yeah, we're going to see how how it's going to um, go. Okay. On. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. So we'll finish up here. Exactly. Yeah. So I mean, it was a lot of information. Yeah, um, a lot of information. Hopefully, maybe you can. Uh, you know, everyone's going to be inside with the curfew. <laughs> More time to listen to this. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. And um, yeah, I hope you guys all stay safe. It was really nice to talk to you today. Yes, yes, you too. Enjoy the, the early nights. Yeah, see yeah. you next time. <laughs> Bye. Bye-bye.